Hello, and welcome to the Educators Going Global podcast. This episode was recorded on July 4th, 2022. As we continue with our topic of getting personal, here's our guiding question for this episode. What are some specific benefits to think about when going global? So I have a going global story that really is a personal one in dealing with my sons who are now adults. As I see them as young men in their 20s, they consistently amaze me in their problem solving, social and analysis skills among many. They truly are critical thinkers who can handle most any situation. I have so much gratitude for their international teachers who instilled these traits and skills in them from our time in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Morocco. I'm also so thankful that my boys grew up with other international students who brought so many perspectives into their lives. My sons grew up to be truly global citizens. Continuing on the lines of getting personal, you might be thinking to yourself, well, what are some of the things that are in it for me? Here are some carrots for going global. For one thing, think of the adventure. You really get to shake things up and change your life around. One other thing is you often are able to choose a climate that can mean no more winter. In fact, when I was in South America, it was pretty cool because we had a long vacation in uh, December to February that was summer in South America. And then we got to have our summer in the States as well. So summer to summer. As we mentioned in another episode, some of the salary packages at these schools can be excellent. Also, not having to pay taxes on your overseas salary back in your home country can mean further savings. And heck, your children, as David said, get to go to an international school and live in another country, and that really helps them to grow and stretch. And when we talk about stressful times trying to manage children and spouses It's pretty wonderful that your children at different ages will, in most cases, all be on the same campus at your school. Another wondrous carrot, and I think that's a great term, is the instant community that you form when you join your new school, working with fellow educators and also getting to know the parents of your students. And of course, one of the biggies is travel opportunities. It's something to go out and explore different parts of the world, whether you're an outdoorsy kind of person or you want to go to the big cities with the museums. So many family opportunities, again, noting that everyone will be on the same calendar schedule. So travel is a lot easier to arrange. A great thing about being an international educator is the travel opportunities offered within your job, whether you're a coach, a club sponsor, you're working with arts and cultural competitions. Many schools have something called Week Without Walls, where sometimes it's two, three, up to five days where you go with a group of students, maybe to another country or an outdoor adventure. These were definitely positives for Audrey and I in our various schools. And we have to note that for many of you coming from uh, public schools, It might be new that you'd be expected to do after-school programs, coach, or travel with student groups, and sometimes there's no extra pay, so keep that in mind. Another really cool carrot is it's an opportunity to potentially learn a new language. 
You also might get the chance in a lot of these schools, especially the smaller ones, to try different grade levels teaching or try different classes entirely. Sometimes you will be asked to try something that uh, is outside your usual subject area, and that can be a really fun challenge as well. Connecting on the school scene, in most schools, probably you're going to have smaller classes than you did if you were in U.S. public schools. In many of the schools, um, there can be a large number of local staff who are hired to take care of the grounds, provide security to the campus, provide assistance in the form of teaching assistance, which can make such a huge difference in your classroom. And there are many other ways that these international schools provide support that make your life easier as a teacher. One of the biggest things out there that really blew my mind from my start overseas is all the professional learning that can take place. A lot of it now is online where the school will pay uh, for programs that you want to do, including taking graduate classes. And then there's also the opportunity to travel to go to different conferences. Yeah, the conferences were a great opportunity to network with friends from other schools. There's also very frequently uh, engagement with the local culture and involvement in the community, and that's a super nice benefit. All of these new opportunities add up to a lot of personal growth for yourself and the rest of your family. You're going to also find that you end up with a global network of friends. Anytime my family travels somewhere, I get on Facebook and see who's in that place so that we can reconnect with former students or teachers that we used to teach with. And on that note, Audrey and I are going to be drawing on our global network of friends as we bring in guests to the podcast. Mm -hmm. So in many cases, you will get to experience working at schools where the mission statements really do percolate throughout the culture of the school, often including efforts to educate global citizens who are internationally minded while understanding their responsibility to the local and the greater world community. And Audrey, I'll share a quick side story. I remember working on our strategic plan when we were back in Saudi and that was a great model for bringing it into the classroom, into the culture of the school. But in some schools, that wasn't the case. But in the last several schools I've been in, it has been the case. Nice. There might be some schools with side benefits that also draw you in. Some schools, for example, have a strong environmental focus. Others have community gardens. Community surface opportunities abound in, in a lot of schools, and these are just to name a few opportunities for you and potentially your children. So one of the big things are legal requirements and paperwork hassles that kind of can drive a lot of U.S. public school teachers up the wall. Um, they pertain to following certain state and federal laws as in standardized testing and federal testing. So clearly that's not going to be happening in international schools. All right. So please note, we did not explain any of these items in detail. That was intentional. Our idea is to basically list them all here without going into super amounts of detail and then circle back to them later on, hopefully with subject matter experts on the show to advise us in some of the specifics. Thank you for joining us on the Educators Going Global podcast. There are many considerations to think about in going global. Look to create your own list of criteria and carrots as you design your action plan to be an international educator. Thank you for joining us today on Educators Going Global. 
You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other usual suspects. Please subscribe, like us, and leave a review on Apple and Spotify, and let your teaching friends know about us so we can grow our community. Please reach out at educatorsgoingglobal at gmail.com and join our Facebook group, Educators Going Global, if you have ideas, comments, or wish to share a going global story of your own. You can also find us on Instagram at Educators Going Global. Please visit our website as well, www.educatorsgoingglobal.com. All our podcast episodes are on there by topic, along with blog posts, going global stories, and our ever-growing resource library. For now, this is Audrey and David inviting you to travel, teach, and connect with us.